Well, it's noon here in Ventnor City, New Jersey, and 9 a.m. in Sacramento, California. And this is news that you can use for Thursday, November 16th, with your host, me, Ray, and, well, still not Zach, Justice. How are you today, Justice? I am doing really well. It has been a very positive day today, and that's how I like to start off. Well, you know, it's only nine o'clock. I mean, you know, a lot well, can happen. <laughs> I got a lot can happen, but hey, that's 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., which is when I start work, um, really sets up the rest of the day a lot of times. Well, and, I'm, uh, I'm glad you're having a good start yeah, to your day. It has been a great start. Yes. And, and, and people, people are wondering why, why it is that we, particularly me, I suppose, is shocked shocked by toyota how toyota has once again shocked the auto and what's going on uh yeah i uh, it's it's completely shocking that the company that uh does the best with hybrids that basically perfected the hybrid yes as an is announcing that their new camry uh between 2025 will be all hybrid and and that comes out next year Yep. It, it, you know, I, I spent 43 years in retail automotive, and I have I have always loved the fact that the like the 2025 comes out in 2024. Yeah. Well, why, why should it 2025 if it's coming out? In 20, <laughs> but leave it to the marketers. I don't know. But yeah, I, I just this to me says that. Toyota's going to go slow when it comes to going full battery electric. And and their customers yeah. seem to really prefer their hybrids. They're the most popular vehicles that they sell. By, by far. And, you know, as, as I said, you know, they kind of perfected the hybrid, right? Like uh, of all the, we all know hybrid, or maybe we don't all know. I know we know. Uh, mm-hmm. Hybrids have the most cause for fires. Yes, the highest fire risk. Yes, they have their most maintenance to them because you're running both systems. But Toyota's hybrids aren't the ones getting recalled. Everybody else's are. Yes. Toyota seems to be just cruising along, doing really well. They they put all their time and money into figuring that out, and you know. I do think, and we've mentioned this on the EV show before, that I think that's what they're doing with the EVs. They're going to be late to the game, but when they come in, they're they're going to have figured it out, and they're just not going to rush it to meet some, you know, governmental arbitrary, goals. Yeah, arbitrary deadline. Yeah. Um, yeah. They they will be, when it comes to full electrification, they will be the MDX of full electric electrification yeah. because – the MDX, which is one of the best-selling seven-passenger SUVs out there, was so late to the game. You know, it was it was abysmal that Acura didn't have anything other than the rebadged Isuzu Trooper, the the Slex, the SL. It was which was really just a sled. Um, and but when that car came out, it was like sold like hotcakes and i think the same will happen for toyota and and my suspicion and i said this to you before we went on the air my suspicion is that they don't really want to go full battery electric 
until they have somehow finally developed a solid state battery. I, and that's clear. They have said so many times in tw over 20 year period now. Yes. That that is what their focus and research has been. And they seem closer than ever now. I mean, they're certainly closer than they were 20 years ago, I guess. Yes. Um, but, you know, they seem closer than ever now at, at getting that. And that's sort of what their focus is. And I think that's really smart because that's been the holy grail of, of electric batteries for as long as there have been electric batteries out there. The solid yes. state is the way to go. So if that's their concentration and they're saying that's all we're going to focus on, then fine. You know, you come late to the game, but you come out and you come out swinging and, you know, you got your build quality that, you, you know, people are known for. And, you know, if there's anyone who's ever going to be a Tesla killer, I don't believe in Tesla killers, yes. but uh, if there's ever anyone who's going to be, it's going to be Toyota. To well, me. You, yeah. They're, they're the world's largest automotive manufacturer. Yeah. And, and it just, I think it speaks volumes that as the world's largest automotive manufacturer, they are moving more slowly towards full electrification than any other brand out there. And if you would think as the largest manufacturer in the world for autos, that if the move was truly to complete battery electric vehicles you would think they would have been on the forefront of it but they've yeah. never bought into it never no they they haven't and you know their ceo got fired for for that well, um you know because the you know you're still i gotta deal with shareholders no matter yes. who you are i guess yeah um but but yeah they they haven't and i think the methodical approach makes sense for them that they're they've been around for a long time they've shown that they know more than most people and what they're doing. Yes. And, you know, slow, methodical approach is good. And look what happened when they did do something because the market told them they had to, which was, as yeah. we said here, the BZ4X is nothing yes. special. Um, it is uh, something special. It is literally one of the worst EVs out there. Um, that's very special about it. But that's what happens when you do something you don't want to do that you don't think you're ready to do and you do it because... The market forces tell you you have to, um, and they you come out with something that's that does not fit the Toyota name. Yes, and and I I believe that that the uh, 2025 Camry, um, which will all of them will and 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 they sell in excess of a quarter million or probably close to three hundred almost three hundred fifty thousand Camrys a year in this country, um, that. It was at 242,571, yeah. Through the first three quarters. Yeah. So it'll be over 300,000, mm -hmm. um, 330,000, something like that. Uh, and, and next year, regardless of whether you get front-wheel drive or all-wheel drive, regardless of whether you get the entry-level trim or the top trim, you ain't getting it without a hybrid. Yeah, which which I think realistically makes their life easier production wise, because you just know every last one of them you're going to build is going to be with a hybrid. You don't have to you you don't have to take people who want a hybrid 
but don't have the time to wait for the damn hybrid to come in (laughs) and then try and convince them that, well, no, what you really want is just a straight 100% ice vehicle um, and try and convert them to that. At least this way, their customers that want a hybrid are going to be able to get their hybrid. They're They're not going to be forced to make a choice because they just weren't making enough of them. Yeah, and I like to point out too the number two uh, vehicle, the Honda Accord with one hundred and fifty two thousand. Like it's not close. No, and it the, hasn't been for years. No, it hasn't. No, the yeah. the Camry was the best selling sedan for twenty three straight years. No, sorry, twenty three years, but twenty two of them they were where one year uh, someone else popped up for one year in twenty. In 2003, I think it was. But that, that broke their only 23-year consecutive. The other 22 years, they were. Yeah. I, I mean, it is, let's face it, it's, it's, it is their second most popular vehicle behind mm-hmm. the RAV4. Um, and, and it just, it seems to me, in my mind, because you've heard me say it, and anybody that's watched any of our videos or any of our shows, I think especially in this country, maybe more so than in Europe, there needs to be a bridge that takes us from internal combustion engines to battery electric vehicles. And in my mind, that bridge has always been a hybrid. Okay. And so they've perfected it. Mm-hmm. Why not build the bridge? And and they are. And, 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 while I agree that that is the right direction for the American mindset and consumer, yes. I disagree that that's what should be doing because, you know, I'm, hybrids are technically the worst of both worlds. Yeah, just like but, <laughs> but, but that doesn't matter because it, it's about marketplace dynamics and it's about mindset. And that needs to be, you know, a focus for for people. If we want to make this transition, then it needs to be a transition, not from stop start yes like that doesn't make any like there's no transition there so hybrid does make sense and more and more people and i think you know possibly even plug-in hybrids you know people get used to what that is like you know plug it into your home at night what is that like you know but Mm -hmm. you still have sort of that backup um ice engine you know for your for your safety and your comfort while everything gets built out that makes sense to me as far as consumer mindset goes, I agree. Yeah, I, 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 I think they've been the curmudgeon in the room when it comes to EVs, um, but I also think they're right. I mean, Honda. How many Honda EVs are there? Well, yeah, but I think Honda's tried more. Yeah, well, <laughs> and, yeah, I know they were. More when it they were to- trying to partner with everybody under the sun and keep pulling out on that. So we'll yeah, see how well, they go too. Well, you know, it's because. They don't feel as if they're big enough to attack it on their own, um, because it yeah. would it would consume too much of 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 uh, the money that they have um, to make that switch all on their own. So yeah, they've tried to partner with others, and it hasn't always worked out. Uh, yeah. What, what else is on our 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 agenda of stuff for today? Well. Uh, remember yesterday when we were talking about that these deals main with uh, UAW from GM may not get ratified? Yeah, I, I think I think I need to say before we start, really, 
you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, that's go right. for it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yesterday we were talking about, you know, the the passage and it might be, you know, forty-nine point nine to yeah. fifty point one and and you know, these things may not pass and we weren't sure where it was. Well, uh here we are, uh twenty-four hours later, and um the UAW ratified the deal. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's not even close. No. Fifty-five percent to forty-five percent. So so yesterday, yesterday, God bless him, we bought we bought in to what uh, automotive news and everybody else was selling. Oh my god, there's panic in yep. the streets. The UAW contract might not get ratified. Uh seven Seven facilities have voted it down. Oh, this is this this is going to be a cliffhanger. Um, there was no cliffhanger. No, no. Yeah. It just and you know we talk about this all the time with the media, and they you know they perpetuate drama and and negativity all the time. And you know what? You know, for I like to say for our part, sometimes we get caught up in it too Absolutely. because all we can do is is present the news. That is out there. That's what yeah. we do. We were presenting the news that's out there. So, you know, what did it get a little bit overblown? It seems like it got a little bit overblown. And look, we just reported what the news was that was out there. And it seems like, okay, well, maybe Auto- that was automotive. Little- <laughs> automotive news uses yeah. clickbait headlines like we use clickbait <laughs> yeah. thumbnails. Um, well, and, because and it works, right? Because it works. Bingo. And, and, and you. You can't click. You can't see anything on the internet where there, you know, the there's they're saying something and then it's dot dot dot. Like, oh my god, what's the rest of <laughs> yeah. it? You got you got to click on it to find, you know, and and that's that that's that's headlines in in an electronic world. I mean, that's just what it is. Okay, hold on. So I was thinking about this the other day because we talk about our clickbait headlines all the time yes. and like how oh, the internet and social media have really ruined things. Let me see if this jogs your memory because okay. I had a memory from when I was a child. Okay. This common household item can kill you. Find out more at 10. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Right. Right. Yeah, that was no, that was absolutely. the news teasers yeah. when I was a child. And, yes. and he was like, okay. Your your house is at risk. Yeah. It could burn down tonight. Yeah. Find out more at eleven. Yeah. No. Like what, so it has always been. Oh, I I'm sure the first newspaper had some clickbait thing in it. Well, yeah, headlines were de- designed in a newspaper to yeah. grab your attention, so that you would see it and you go, "Oh my God." I got to read the rest. And the guy at the newsstand says, yep, for a nickel, you can. Um, yeah. And it's just that simple. And and radio came along and did the same thing in radio. TV came along. They perfected it. More at 10. News at 10. You know. Yep. And, and so the internet came along. And whatever homepage you have, whether it was AOL or whoever, you know, they all had stories that have a headline, a grab to grab your attention and something that you have to click on to get to the rest of the story. So 
you know, I mean, we, so we're, we're we're just practicing time old, time honored media tradition. That's that's how you do it. You have to get people to read in. You know, it's the it's the prominent politician caught women wearing women's clothing. Yeah, you buy them. You buy it. You turn to page two. It's Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, of course she was wearing women's clothes. Yeah, Um, and 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 I didn't, and I wasn't bringing it up, you know, to to justify what we do or how how Zach comes up with his thought. You know, I don't, I don't really care about that at this point. But it was just like we fall prey to it, just like everybody else does. I mean, we were buying those headlines yesterday. We were, yeah. We were concerned, you know, and the two largest plants haven't voted yet. Look, we had the spreadsheets of who voted and what numbers yes. we were looking at. That's how, because we're, you know, we want to know it's important. So, you know, we click through, we want to know. And then turns out maybe not. I mean, I'm not saying the, the reporters were wrong no. or they were lying. Just no. not all the votes were in. So we were presenting a, a half picture. Yes. And and the good news is that that um the the ratify, they ratified the GM contracts. Um uh, they're well on their way to ratifying the Ford and Stellantis contracts. Uh yesterday it was announced that at Mack Truck they've ratified their contracts. So um we'll be able to put all this aside. Yep. In 39 20, days. Yeah, how long that strike lasted. That strike lasted. Everyone else should take a note of that. Is the Hollywood uh, actor strike took uh, how many weeks? And um, Mack Truck got it in 39 days. We, yeah, but the good news is we don't have to talk about any of this stuff again until 2028. I think July <laughs> of 2028 is, <laughs> you know, and and if I'm not mistaken, they, they set it up so that the contracts expire in July so that the, if they have to go on strike, it won't be cold. Um, you know, it'll be, it, it'll be, it'll Smart. be hot as hell. It'll be way too hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, but cause then there's those problems. I don't know if you remember this or if this, but, um, in the, in the actor's strike, um, Universal or was it Universal? No, it was Sony Pictures. Yes, uh, went out and cut down all the trees in front of their <laughs> studio where people were picketing in the middle of the summer. So be careful about the time of year. Maybe choose spring or fall to go on your strike because uh, there there are things that these there, people there, will do. There are things that can befall you. Now I understand from my son. Uh, uh, and I, I think he tweeted it, um, that we have a, a dealer in the car edge trusted dealer network that sells Mazdas. And if you go through car edge, you have to go through car edge in Mm -hmm. order to get this, um, they'll be selling them through car edge at invoice. Correct. Every last one. He even uh, showed his text message here. Um, you know, they're running the Mazda store now, by the yeah. way. We need volume if you want to turn up the funnel. Uh, Zach says invoice pricing across the board. She said, yep, let's go ahead and do that. So we're, we're ready. I mean, you have to come through the, the Car Edge portal to use us uh, yes. because these are pre-negotiated deals that we did. Yes. Um, 
but yeah, no, no haggle, just straight invoice pricing. Come on in, uh, you know, all fees up front in network. So we'll deliver to you within 500 miles for free. Yes. So for those of you who are looking for a, a Mazda at a very good deal where you don't have to, you don't have to worry about negotiation, you know, oh my God, I'm not a good negotiator. You don't have to be. We've taken care of all that for you. Good negotiator, bad negotiator, doesn't matter. Um, yep. As long as you go through the Car Edge portal, uh, go through Car Edge search, uh, hit trusted dealers, and they'll come up and you go through us, we can get you those vehicles at invoice pricing. Um, I've already seen in here, not below invoice. No, not below invoice. Invoice, okay? And you know how hard you had to work, Mr. Customer, to get that at invoice? You didn't. We had to. We had to yeah. develop the relationships. We had to go out there and wine and dine them. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're taking... We're taking all the hassle and haggles out of being able to buy a Mazda if you want one. Yep. So just just run run through it real fast. We go to mycarage.com slash buy. We're going to go here with select Mazda. We go to our trusted dealer here. Oops. My Mazda got cleared. Well, stuff happens. Trusted dealer here, and then you can find them here. And yeah, you know, they are located. This dealer is located in Savannah, Georgia. I saw that question in there. Um, so if you're within 500 miles, we can get you get it shipped you, to you. And you can't go to the dealership directly because their sales staff is not trained to handle these Correct. deals. Okay, they're trained to act like salespeople, which is to sell the car for the most profit they can generate because that's how they get paid. So it is not you go to the dealership, you don't do you do that, you're not going to get the deal. You're not going to get it at invoice. It has to go through us. <sighs> Just say yeah. So th these are pre-negotiated through us. That's that's the yes. that's the deal. So we we do it all, and we do it all. Zach goes ahead and sets yeah. up all the, all the negotiations. Um, it's not you know it's not Zach and and me and Phil out there. It's you know I think Phil might be involved, but uh, yes. certainly not me and the rest of the team. Is uh, those guys are doing it, doing the pre negotiation to get those deals and make it all easy, so you don't have to go to the dealer and you don't gotta uh, you don't gotta have that stress and back and forth and all that. So. So Jamie wants to know what if you live over 500 miles away? Uh, then we will give you a credit for the first part of it. But, and, then, and then you'll pay the difference. So you'll yeah. still get discounted shipping rate. Yes. Even if you live over 500 miles, we can get it to you. Yes. So it doesn't matter where you live in the contiguous 48 states. We can get it to you. Yeah. Obviously, the further away you live, the more expensive that portion of the process becomes but we will we handle a credit for the first 500 miles of it so yeah we're we're, we're just here trying to make auto buyers lives easier and we're trying to do it a couple different ways those mm -hmm. of you who like to be able to negotiate on your own 
We have free guides. We have videos. We have our community forum. Those of you who would like to uh, take advantage of consult calls so that you can actually chat with some of our car coaches to get insights as to how to do it, um, you can do that. Some of you who don't want to have to deal with any of that, you can use our concierge concierge service. Um, and if it's in network, it's a different price. I don't. It's just we're here to make it easy. Yeah. So and in network or at now in network is the only way we're discounting the shipping. Yeah. Um, but out of network, um, we can still help you. We yeah. Can still get you. Um, and can you fly and pick it up? Absolutely. Yes. Of course you can. You do not yeah. have to have it shipped. Yes. Um, that is not. Um, you just have to. Do, you just have to allow us to do the deal with the dealership yeah. for you. Yeah, you just got to go because there's. Sir, we're hooked in with the the management at the dealership. Yeah, the salespeople still have their job and they're doing their thing. So, um, and then Mel here asks, why is a used Mazda with fifty thousand almost as expensive as a new Mazda? Well, you'd have to ask yeah. that dealer that's selling the used one, and 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 oftentimes, you know, people will pay. You know, I it used to amaze me when I was in the business and, and we would price some of the used cars so close to what the new cars were. And I mm -hmm. never understood why somebody would end up buying that used one. You know, it was a thousand dollars less or $1,500 less than a brand new one. And it had 23,000 miles on it. Well, I don't know for a thousand dollars or $1,500. I'd be, I'd spend that extra money and get the brand new one, you know? Uh, so it's and right now it's not just that it's financing too right yes a lot of these oems have subvented financing i saw you know we had hyundai as several models at zero percent financing yeah. right now ford has some nissan has some we're getting a lot of those and then they're used or priced thousand two thousand below brand new like hey you know what just just go brand new. We're still kind of in that market. The used market is falling. It is yeah. most definitely falling. And we've seen some of it. But until it falls at a more reasonable level, right now, today, you're most of the time still better off going new, especially if you're financing on interest. I saw an a interest rate for someone with an 800 credit score yesterday used, and they got approved for 14.2% financing. Wow. It's like, okay, there you go. first off, there has to be something else in your yes. credit. But but like when you're talking that or, you know, you can go new for 0%, it's kind of a no-brainer. Um, yeah, it, it certainly seems that way. Uh, oh, no, Mr. Bill wants to know. Wait, I got to get my mouse to work. Um, that wasn't the well, one that either. I... That was Igor. Asian yeah. brands are still selling higher at auctions and dealers pay more for them. So they sell it for higher prices. That makes sense. And then here's from, oh, no, Mr. Bill. If more than 500 miles, will they allow the purchaser to meet the transporter at a mutually agreeable location within that? I, I don't know why we wouldn't. Um, the, the difficulty is going to be actually coordinating the time. <clears throat> when yeah. Because once, once a vehicle gets on a transport, once it gets on a trailer, um, we lose control. Okay, we and I and I and I watch that. We can complain to the mm -hmm. shipping company 
and and the person on the other end of the phone will take it and do their best to placate us, but they have no control either because one of their drivers has it. And so coordinating the time and place could be difficult. Yeah, I mean, we just uh, severed relationships with one of our shipping partners because they delivered the truck at midnight. And Zach was on the phone with him at you know eleven forty five at night, going, "Where's this? Where is this vehicle? What is it?" So you know we we went, and so to that point, we there isn't a lot of control on the shipping. We certainly yes. only want to try to partner with the best people, exactly. so you know that we can. And if some issues like that happen, we'll we're going to move on. Yeah, but you know, I again, I'm with you, Ray. I I don't see why not, but I can't. I don't know. Uh, that would definitely be a question for the concierge team uh, to be able to. And answer. they would they would have to they would have to coordinate everything with the with the uh, with the transport driver. And I can just tell you that that to coordinate down to a a day or an hour within a day or a three hour window within a particular day can be difficult. Um, but perhaps we can figure out a way to work that out. Um, so that that could make sense for somebody. Uh, you know, we're we're here to try and figure out. I'm going to share a quick story with you. Um, there's a gentleman, Derek Hall, who is the president of the Arizona Diamondbacks, and Derek used to work for the Disney Company before he worked for the Diamondbacks. And one of Derek's mantras is always try and figure out a way to be able to say yes to a customer. So, in that vein, we will always try to figure out a way to say yes, to try and accommodate whatever a customer's wish is. Doesn't mean we always can, because there's so many other people involved that we have no control over. You know, it's not our transport. It's not our driver. Um, You know, we ain't that big yet. Um, maybe someday it will be. Maybe we'll have our own fleet of of uh, trailers. I don't know. But until that time, you know, we're we're at the mercy of all those that we deal with. But we will do our best to always try and figure out a way to be able to say yes if possible. Yeah, and uh, you know, before before we end, you know, sometimes. I forget, I don't know if you forget, you know, that we always have new members on all the time and not yes. everybody has been with it. So I would like you to answer Dave here. Is invoice less than MSRP? Uh, in most cases, it is, uh, especially on ICE vehicles. In many of the domestic electric vehicles, in particular Ford, um, Invoice and MSRP in many cases on Ford products are exactly the same. Yeah. But typically, invoice is the wholesale amount that the dealer pays for the vehicle, and MSRP is the retail amount that the that the manufacturer says the vehicle should sell for, even though they know it won't, and even though they they know it really doesn't. Well, it has for the past three years, but typically it it sells for below MSRP. Yeah. So, yes. Invoice is less than MSRP except for Ford electric vehicles per se. How about yes. that? Yes, um, most of the time, yes. Yes. Correct. 
Yeah. Thank you for explaining that. You know, I, I sometimes I forget that you know, not everyone has been watching since uh, the old days. And yes. you know, we pop up and we these questions and it's like, it's nice to nice to get them and remind people. You know, be- believe it or not, in in a little less than a month or right about a month, it'll be uh, four years ago that we started this nonsense on YouTube. So. Yeah, wow. and we're still growing, so that means every day there's new people coming on board that have no idea what we said four years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that the chair behind you that you were sitting in in those first videos, or is that it a is? It chair? is not. It is not. Um, uh, the the chair that I was sitting in in those videos was a chair that we had purchased for Dara at IKEA, and uh, and we moved that to uh, Zach's house when when Zach bought a house and. And that first video we did, Zach had no idea how to do the lighting. And so there was a light behind the chair. It's pointing straight up. And it really looked like, I don't know, there was that I must have had some type of uh, uh, of uh, light source coming out of my butt. Um, <laughs> so, but I, I'd like to believe that the videos got a little better in quality over the last four years. Um and and hopefully people are still getting some value out of what we do. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I I went back and watched them. They're still on YouTube. You can find I know. Them. You can I go know. all the way back and watch Ray back in the back in the old days. Yes, that's, in my cardigan, my uh, that's right, that's my right. gray cardigan. Yeah, absolutely. Which I still have, by the way. It just shows that certain things never get thrown out, um, yeah. even when they don't fit anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think uh, that's pretty much a wrap for today. We'll be back here, what, tomorrow, tomorrow at, uh, at noon Eastern, uh, 9 Pacific. Yeah. Um, and also tomorrow we have uh, the Unplugged show on the Electric Channel at, okay. at 1245. So we have a busy day tomorrow. We have a really busy day tomorrow. We do. And tomorrow on the Unplugged, we have uh, Farzad coming <sighs> coming on with us so we will be talking ray's favorite subject (laughs) cybertruck and the beauty and wonder that is the cybertruck and how it's going to change the industry yes because the cybertruck is i have heard is the mona lisa of trucks that's right certainly yes Uh of course yes Uh, so (laughs) turn into the electric show for to that tomorrow (laughs) we won't talk about cybertruck here tomorrow (laughs) <laughs> Don't worry, we'll, we'll be back with the news you can use tomorrow here. Well, thank you, everybody, for being here today. Justice, thank you for not being Zach. And, um, and we'll do this again tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. <laughs>